0: Welcome to Old School, uh, my favorite part of the week. Jen Huger, Ben Mangris, Kelly Coin joins us on uh, Old School, uh, but you probably know him as Dollar Bill uh, or Pastor Tim, depending on which show you're
1: watching. Dollar Bill, of course, uh, on the uh, HBO show Succession. That is really the good.
2: Uh... <laughs> can I uh, can I rethink this? Can I can I leave now? <laughs> Am I allowed to leave?
1: <laughs> oh yeah billions
2: i'm not familiar <laughs> with that uh program i'm not i'm not uh i'm not familiar with that networker program i'll have to no, I'll look into it
1: billions is uh billions is excellent and uh, uh kelly secretly uh one of the best uh characters on the show dollar bill
2: very secretly yeah <laughs>
1: no, in fact
0: sure.
2: let's, let's not even let's not talk about it let's not even ever let's try not to mention that again yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm not
0: even sure that it's it's a secret. Uh, literally, everyone I talk to about Billions when I say I know Dollar Bill, they're like, "Oh my God, he's the best character." <laughs>
2: That's awesome.
0: So, yeah. Uh, so obviously, Kelly's also been in a thousand other things: House of Cards, uh, and all the way through Sopranos, uh, movies like The Kingdom, etc. Um, and uh, I'm. Old friends with Kelly. Ben is older friends with uh, Kelly because they're both older than me. I just wanted to emphasize that. <laughs> um, and here, here <laughs> let
1: me do an older thing. Older than
0: I. Okay. <laughs> I think ben just proved my point for Proving me. Proving the point. Yeah. Uh, you, you point the. Uh, you prove the point for I, Ben. Uh... <laughs> okay um so uh so kelly I, I i do want to talk about uh your career such as it
2: is uh a little, in a little, in a little bit <laughs> that was an interesting way of putting it i i enjoy the way this is starting off this is good. <laughs>
0: uh yes we will be doing boss nuts throughout the program just so you know that um so um look other actors that we have on uh, i'm not friends with so i don't get the uh you
2: know, make fun of them. Right. Sure. Yeah. So uh, you got that in store for you. Absolutely. No, I I, I know my role. Okay, Uh,
0: so obviously Old School's brought to you by the thugs at uh, Mm ShopTYT.com. And I'm wearing my uh, quarantine shirt with uh, TYT in the middle, even though this spelling makes no sense. But we're having fun (laughs) with it. We're having fun with it. Okay, com. But you know what's selling like hotcakes now? I'm afraid we're going to sell out. I say that partly to panic you. We have these face masks uh, that says, if you can read this, you're not practicing social distancing. (laughs) People love them. They love them. So check out those face masks. More face masks are on the way
2: to com. All
1: right.
0: Any place that
1: sells them ran, run out of uh, hotcakes. Like... (laughs) <laughs> uh, we're selling like hotcakes, and that we got ha- we're out. Okay. <laughs> we have no more.
2: Yeah. We have no we more, more hotcakes. Hot Sorry. I uh, uh, I recently yeah. got a uh, a t-shirt and a uh, a a dark blue heather hoodie from TYT Store. Oh, by nice. the way, uh, okay. to go along with my hat that I've had for a long time. Yeah. All right, I love that. Okay. I was gonna wear them when I came out here, but then I got I got lazy and just left this thing on.
0: <laughs> oh, you left billions on.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right, well, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, that brings home the bacon. Um, <laughs> so let, let's start with the obvious question, um, and then we'll get into some of the lighter affair. Um, so uh, who came up with the uh,
2: kaiser Susan line for Dollar and Dollar Bill? <laughs> uh, Ryan Koppelman, maybe Koppelman and Levine, but um, so my that was season one, and about halfway through season one, and I'd had very little to do at that point. And there was one time at lunch when uh, Koppelman just sort of yelled across the the table to me saying, I just wrote one of my favorite lines ever and you get to say it. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You'll know when you read it. Um, and I was it was like, oh, God, he knows my name. I didn't even know he knew who I was because I really didn't have much to do in the first half of that season. Um, and we were at the table read and I was going through it and I read I'm Kazurowski, mother, and uh, I looked down at the other end, and he just was like he'd been watching me, like knowing the line was coming up, waiting to see my expression. Uh, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, see, see." So yeah, <laughs> that was Coppelman and Levine. Yeah,
0: and look, it it wasn't because it was you. It was just a great line because it was. <laughs> when you said it. I was like, "No, no, I don't mean that as an insult." Although I would love to. In retro retroactively, I I mean it as an insult. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, you like to
2: reverse and make sure I I'm, I'm insulted. Sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: but no, when I when I watched
2: it I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I mean, it was such a because the whole scene, the guy Dollar Bill, I mean, he's so quiet during the whole thing. And then they kind of break him. Um You think that's where it's going and all he has to say in response to Chuck saying, you're going to ruin your entire family for Bobby Axelrod. And that's it. it's such a there's so few lines written for some of the secondary characters compared to the main characters. But what they're really good at is is writing these really these perfect distillation lines like it, it. you know where these people are, you know who these people are, based on very few lines, really, in some cases. And the fact that he is so giddy to have blown up his family to save this guy who he loves more than life itself, more than his family's, he just is like, yeah, I'm a a fictional super villain, yes. Yes, I'm going to jail, yes. You know, it's a great line.
1: So was that line uttered right after you sent the text?
2: Or yeah you... sent sent the text then they look and they're like what's he doing and i just said I, I wrote a letter to my letter i wrote a letter to my my wife i just sent it and he's like wait you did that and i say yeah i'm kaiser Sozimo. so it was that fast yeah
1: i remember it's funny i, what I, I don't even remember the line I, I remember the line really from from Cenk because uh Cenk <laughs> Cenk talked about it so much afterwards but uh i remember the text
2: Let you remember me. the text
1: or the email, whatever. I remember that yeah. moment of like, oh, he just you oh, just sent an email or whatever it was, you know. Right. Uh, so I might even have missed the live because I was going, oh, he just got a text. <laughs> he had no leverage. He killed leverage. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, no, it was a it, it was a great moment, and um, I remember uh, I had a hard time with that scene, just acting it because Bill is he, you know he's so happy with what he's doing and he's planned it ahead of time. Cause there was no time for him to write out a full email. Obviously it's, it's there. There's something there. It was like, my rationalization is that it was like his little, uh, his getaway bag that he had. It was like, all right, I'm going into the saved uh, emails. Um, but it was hard to play it with the, the with the right look on your face, you know? Oh, I'm going to get one on them or, Oh, I'm really sad. or Or just sort of some sort of neutral is what we ended up doing. And, um i mean i'm never happy with any of my performances so i i still think i've seen up but uh, the writing carried the day
0: uh,
2: no no nobody does. no i do I, i'm terrible i'm uh, i probably you, you can ask ben I, I i feel like any minute now someone's gonna be like you we cast who him that guy <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you see you know, what he did with I've, that
1: scene of course of course i have that too and then i have moments of confidence, about me but- yeah, well, obviously about you. No. The uh, no, you know, about uh, so many uh, artists uh, do, um, but not Jim. <laughs> like I just don't <laughs> think I, it's one of the th- like he didn't get wired that way, you know. Good like, for look, you, look, brother. You look at a video from 11 years ago and I'd be like, I was awesome then. It was a different kind of awesome. But I was. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you always have you always had that? No, look, it's it's very situational actually. And right. um, in, in terms of the watching myself, I hate watching myself, and I, I don't sit there and watch myself and go, "Ooh, that was good." <laughs> Evidence
2: <laughs> to the contrary.
0: <laughs> right? No, no. But if you show me a, like uh, a a video, you sit me down and strap me down and and show me a video, yeah, I I like it. You know, I I think mm-hmm. overall. Um, I don't have self doubt about that. Uh, I just don't. I, I work too hard as it is to sit there and watch myself. That's like that's crazy talk. I'm never gonna do right. that, right? And it's kind of boring. Uh, I already know that's what. Right. I, yeah. Uh. And and so I, I don't learn much from it. So that that's why I don't do it. But but confidence is a really interesting thing. And it, let's talk about that a little bit because. Yeah. And I've been. Trying to uh, get better at it, believe it or not, all the way up until now. And I say, believe it or not, because I'm known as kind of an egomaniac. So,
1: I don't, I never thought you were an egomaniac. I just think you're confident, like, and your confidence is, it's a stronger confidence than most people. Maybe you literally, maybe you create it to make yourself go, but right. it makes you go.
0: Yeah, you know, but. Believe me that some people think I'm an egomaniac. trust me on that. Um, and, and I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> um, but uh, for me, and I don't know i'm I'm curious to ask you guys, for me, confidence has been something that is really based on the the category and it's and I, I wonder if that's just Strange and specific to me, or you guys have ha- had that too. So here's what I mean. Okay. I-, I never lacked confidence that I-, I wasn't smart enough. I I always because I always did well in school, right? Uh, and so it was like I kept getting positive reinforcement on that. I never had uh, never had confidence problems about my strength because I I was Turkish. I got into fights all the time, and I did well in fights. So I, I- so if if you give me those things. I was very confident, very confident, darn me. When it came to girls, I was a hot mess. Oh, I was the worst. I had no confidence at all. I had all these things in my head that I would have loved to have said to them, and I and and I think in retrospect they actually would have worked. I just didn't have the confidence to say it. So and I can go on and on about the things I I don't have confidence in or didn't have confidence in and gained later in life, and I think right. that's an interesting topic too. But Uh, how about
2: you guys? They they do always work in retrospect. I will. I will say. I like. uh, I
1: like. I think he just sort of told the girls that uh, I'm really good at school and I'm really good at fighting. Like I think. (laughs) I think that would have done it right there. Girls love guys
0: like that. I don't know what the problem
1: is. Yeah, that might be part of the problem. Yeah. You know, I don't Kelly. You know, Kelly came to the same school, moved to D.C. for uh, freshman year in high school, and that's when uh, we met uh, in in the freshman year of high school. And uh, and the and Kelly immediately integrated in uh, in the group of friends that that I already had. Um, those guys are so smart that some of my lack of confidence came from spending. So much time with them and like thinking, oh man, first of all, they read and I didn't read, you know. And, I mean, I could read, but <laughs> I didn't read. Um, I mean, I knew how to do it. You yeah. <laughs> could
0: read past the page.
1: I knew where the books were. Um, uh, and so I, I always sort of felt uh, less than, less than my father, less than my brother, and less than my friends, even though I did fine in school, you know um But I love the idea. By the way, considering what our school was, that anyone would be like, "Oh, I did very well at school. And I was very good at fighting." There's never been a fight at our high school.
2: No. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, confidence for me. Uh, um, it again. Yeah, I think you're right. It's situational, but it, it's it's more intermittent, actually. um I have this, there's a duality. There's this, This. I'm simultaneously convinced that someone's going to finally figure out that I can't do this very well. Um, and at the same time, I can fake my confidence until, I, I can fake it to the extent that it allows me to do scenes well. And I know they're going well because it feels almost like, uh, it, it feels almost like, playing basketball, really, like like playing ball with somebody. like You can tell that you've had an effect on them. They are having an effect on you. You're playing ball, and the scene's going well. Um, and then you don't think about your confidence anymore. It's almost like, you know, it, it, when you fake laughter enough, all of a sudden you actually start laughing, and it's real. Um, so yeah. I figured out my survival mechanism, I think, was faking the confidence. I always had confidence on stage because I grew up on it. Um, I could go on stage now and a scene could be dying and it's still kind of fun to figure out how to manipulate the audience into um, into being on your side. Um, What was more recent was was being on on film and without the rehearsal and without that that comfort and having the camera right in your face Um, that that that's that's what took a little bit longer to 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 feel more confident in
1: I think Kelly touched on something there because there really is this duality because uh, I'm like Kelly where I think, man, the ex- I'm going to get exposed as a fraud uh, any day The people are going to find out. I'm not that right. smart. I don't know about what I'm talking about, whether it's movies or politics or sports or anything. And then simultaneously, I'll think uh, I am one of the 10 best interviewers to ever live. Right. Yeah. Like that That can Those things can happen in the same couple of minutes, Um, uh, you know, and then uh, and and that that doesn't make any sense. It just it it is amazing how negativity uh, always wins. You can be on Twitter. You can you know, we just did a podcast on TCM that was overwhelmingly like the uh, the plot thickens. Uh, uh, sort of. Uh, I'm still Peter Bogdanovich. Seven episodes. Response overwhelmingly good. One person comes on Twitter and says uh, it's a fraud. Your voice is nasally. And that <laughs> sticks with me, and I ignore. <laughs> I ignore hundreds of positive comments. Yeah. Uh, and zero in on that one and feel compelled to respond. Uh, I mean, it works in politics. It works in this. It is. We respond. Uh, to negativity, right? it gets to Jenks' whole point. That's why candidates who say I'm not going to do negative mm-hmm. ads, it's a little way of saying like, all right, well, I guess
2: you're not going to be a senator. Yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't really want this job, so <laughs> right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go negative. Yeah, I also think that there's something um, with me uh, getting older. Uh, a lot of times, the way people insult me on Twitter is like, you're fat, and now I'm sort of like, and, or and bald. and like, well, yes. <laughs> and also yeah i could i could stand to lose a few pounds you're right as opposed to before where it's like oh i'm never going to play that leading man um, romantic guy anymore because you know um axel rod 87 at whatever uh, says that i <laughs> says uh, said i'm not attractive you know and that doesn't bother me as much anymore um it's yeah. it i mean twitter it, there's something about the twitter now for me that is kind of funny and i'm not I don't do the same stuff you do. So for me, I I get a lot of actors stay in your lane. How do you think you can talk about politics? And then I get to just sort of tweet pictures of myself as a kid growing up in politics and be like, well, this is how. Um, And or I just someone says, you're a moron. I write mom, you know, or some (laughs) like that. And it just it becomes a game. Uh, But but for me, it's different probably than for you guys. Jenks, do you ever get criticized on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Only by every person.
1: Yeah.
2: Who, so where okay. does most of the heat come from now, from the right or the left? Now from the left. Yeah. And why exactly is that? I can surmise, but what? Why? What, what's the main thing you're getting? Uh, so um, now the...
0: However, I, I don't know how to call it any names. Far left, I guess, let's call it. Uh, because, I mean, I used to be the far left. <laughs> but apparently I'm not far enough uh, anymore. Or At least I was characterized that way. I, in reality, I was never far left. Um, it, I, You know, I've said this many times. It's not a matter of bragging. It's just a matter of, like, how skewed the political spectrum is. Yeah. Two-thirds of Americans agree with me on almost every issue. So if I'm far left, then the whole country's far left, right? Um, and uh, and but but there are some folks now on the left who don't want two thirds of the country to agree with them. Um, and so when I say, hey, I, I think we should drastically transform policing in this country, I think the culture is broken, it's totally wrong. Every cop has to be retrained. There are. Fo- like that, that used to be radical. You're yeah. like how could you say that about our beloved cops? You're a monster. We knew it. You left this garbage, etc. Right? Yeah. Now that's considered too mild by yeah. them and they say, How could you not say defund the police is the greatest slogan ever? We and and then there's a contingent who actually want to abolish police completely. So I'm I'm not in that camp. I want to uh, reorient the culture of policing and not in any soft way, not in like piecemeal way, not like any compromise. No, like your culture is wrong. I, I can't be any clearer, right? Uh, they do o- overwhelming and excessive force on purpose, etc. But there's a lot of people who think saying that is not nearly good enough and we just need to abolish all police. And so if I don't sign on to that, I'm a I've always been mainstream. I'm corporatist. I'm this. All the things.
1: Right. That you, you,
0: you took money from the. You took mo-
1: You took. You took uh, centrist money, and now you're beholden to that money. And this yeah. is yeah. This is the proof.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, it, it, two more examples. Uh, some there's now actual communists in the country. Um, there there hasn't been in decades. Uh, and so when people called uh, progressives communists, I always thought that was hilarious. Uh, and and for those folks, uh, they say, "Jake, you're not really a communist. I say, you're goddamn right I'm not. And so um, and so they, they hate me. Uh, they think well, this guy's a, well, I mean, name any adjective, right? But I never pretended to be a communist. I never even said I was a socialist, right? And I think the word socialism is... Totally botched. I think that it's it's whatever people put into it. It could mean anything from the German model, which is incredibly similar to the American model, all the way to Soviet Russia. Um, so, an actual communism. So, um,
2: but never when corporations get bailouts. It's
0: never that's it never socialism. Happen. Yeah, right. And so, look, I, I I was talking about socialism for the rich honestly before Bernie gave that speech. Uh, and so it was meet people like me, and David Sirota, who kept calling out socialism for the rich. Uh, and you know, Sirota was on the campaign, and he helped write that speech. Uh, and uh, and so, uh, but now a lot of people think Bernie Sanders is not good enough. Um, and when I say a lot of people, they're probably at most 10% of the left now. They used to be zero percent. Now they're about five to 10%. But on Twitter, they are. So loud! They're the loudest people on Twitter. In a way, I respect that as having good political game, right? But it's the, for them. It's not just practical politics and creating pressure and moving over to Overton Window. No, they really mean it. Uh, you're capitalist scum, and uh, we should take away all private property. Anyways, for some of you, that's the end of this episode. We love you. Tyt.com/Join. slash You become a member, get the full episode plus. All Brothers. Okay, so